Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everyone, I'm Adil Adupa and welcome back to The Men's Room. Um, this is a subject that we don't require any guests for, so this is just me and Rory Jennings going back to back on a subject that I guess is dear to us for different reasons, uh, some painful, some quite joyful, and that's fatherhood, yeah. Mr Jennings. Um, look, we've both been very honest and spoke about fatherhood. Obviously, you're, you're a dad now, uh, and congratulations to you, a wonderful daughter that I know gives you some headaches sometimes, but a wonderful <laughs> yeah, daughter nonetheless. But I think where we bond is the fact that our fathers were there, they're not there, absent, and basically we've grown up. We've been brought up by ladies. Yeah, completely. If you think about it, both of us were quite similar. Yeah. Uh, talk about your sort of sort of childhood and, and your dad sort of not being around. I've got a very good relationship with my dad now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say very good, I mean, we, we speak fairly regularly and he sees my daughter fairly regularly and yeah. we're in touch. But through my childhood, there were gaps of years. Like there were gaps of not seeing him for years, and Why? his choice completely, completely his yeah. choice. I think, obviously, my mum and my dad were divorced when I was one. Mm. By the time I was one, they were already divorced. We, me and my mum, lived in a flat in Maida Vale. My dad ended up having to move to sort of Wilsdon that way, and then ended up on Harrow Road, um, like Warwick Avenue area, which is close enough to certainly preserve a relationship, but. Now I'm an adult, I can kind of see what he is and I don't begrudge it at all. I mean, I'm very aware of his limitations. What he is, is he's fantastic company in a pub. He's a gambling addict Mm. and effectively that ended his relationship with my mum and therefore me. Um, But now I don't rely on him. Mm. He's great. Like if I meet, I met him on St. Patrick's Day, for example. I went to a pub that he drinks in in Kilburn. We had a great time and... It's fine because I'm not depending on him for anything. But as a father, it wasn't his thing. And he just couldn't commit to it. And I'm really happy because I'm genuinely not resentful. But I think I would have grounds to be. My mum couldn't continue living in the flat in Maida Vale. Couldn't afford it. He was saying he was paying a mortgage when he was going to the gambling, uh, going to the bookies. There was nothing being paid. Me and my mum, my nan lived in Kilburn in a flat, there's an estate in Kilburn, if anyone listening is from that neck of the woods. Shoot Uphill is the the hill that runs to the top of Kilburn. And there's an estate called Watling Gardens, three massive tower blocks where my nan lived and my great nan lived. Me and my mum had to move into my grandmother's two bedroom flat with my grandmother and granddad. My granddad then died. So it's basically me, my mum and my nan 
and then my great grandmother, but she died, mm. all in one two bedroom flat. It was wild. Yeah, it was wild. But that's all because that's all because of my dad getting it so wrong and not adopting the responsibilities that come with being a father. Yeah, look, I guess a lot of those sentiments are echoed by myself as well. Like my dad. So I was, as you know, um, obviously a lot of our listeners won't know, but I was fostered young. Yeah. So I was obviously, my, I was born in Nigeria. I came here when I was one and I was fostered with a white family in Brighton. Did you come here with your family? Did, did your mum come with you at one? Yes. Right. Yeah, so my mum was pregnant with me actually in the UK. She came here to chase my dad, although her family kind of like said, what are you doing? She chased, chased my dad over here. She got pregnant with me over here. But my dad then kind of just gallivanted around the world. Why was he here? Did he come here because came here, of the he pregnancy? Came here. No, no, he, he lived here. Okay. He lived here at the time. He lived here at the time. My mum basically just followed him. My right. mum just chased him, got pregnant here. He then disappeared and my mum didn't know what to do. So she, the only thing she did know what to do was go back to Nigeria and her family. So that's why I was born in Nigeria. And then she had me in Nigeria, came back, chased my dad again and basically couldn't look after me and my big sister. So we were then put into foster care in Brighton. Into the same family? Same you and family. your sister to the same family? Me and my big sister, same family in Brighton. Amazing family. Like, perfect. You still Lovely. in touch? Oh, absolutely. All the time. It's funny because now with this success of what I'm doing, they're the first people that jump on it. Do whether they? it be Instagram They'll be listening Facebook. now, yeah? They, oh, 100%. They'll be downloading every podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I was with them and I had no idea, obviously, about my dad. Like, no idea who my dad was. In fact, I thought the family in Brighton were... My mum, and at the time, her husband, her dad, I thought they were, that's what my mum and dad, although they were white, I couldn't understand. I thought that were was there my... other children? Did they, have, did they have their own children? They had their own children, but their children are of an age where they're like 30. So they had all okay. like left the house. So she had other little kids in there, but it was just me and my sister that I knew. I was sure that was my sister because she kept picking me up. I was like, you must be something. I had no yeah. idea, but you must be a relation of mine. We then went back. So my mum then took us back when I was eight. My sister was 10. And that, that's my first time of really seeing this guy that was my dad, like really understanding who God this guy mate. was. He then left my mum a couple of years later. Um, and I remember he, he went to Nigeria and he used to do this thing of sending tapes. So it was like little tape recorders used to kind of come in every couple of months. Mum used to call everyone around the table and we used to play it. And it was my dad used to say, um, Ade, my full name, Ade Tukumba, make sure you look after the house. I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. I have no relationship with you. The only small relationship I remember of my dad is a sporting one. Um, he would sit. You told me this. He is would it, sit is, me is, down. Is, is, do you know what I found really funny? We Go were on. talking before about sport mm. and like icons. Mm. And you picked an icon that I was like, what on earth is he talking about? Eric Jimmy Bristow? White, it's Eric, no, no, Eric, Eric Bristow, Bristow, Steve Davis, Steve Davis, and John Barnes. There's such. My a, dad was obsessed with snooker darts, yeah. very English, like sports, lad sports and football. And John Barnes, Liverpool, Eric Bristow, darts, hence why I love darts, random. And I love snooker. And is that why you're a Liverpool fan? That's why I'm a Liverpool fan. So you adopted that from your... My dad, right. John Barnes. John Barnes was the best black player in probably the world. And my dad sort of just gravitated to that. Yeah, yeah. you got a lot of African sort of football fans that follow the black players. You have a lot of Chelsea fans from Nigeria because of Drogba right, right. and Essia and etc. And Manchester United and Ian Wright, Andy Cole, um, Arsenal, etc. So my dad, yeah, wasn't there. Um, and then he disappeared. And for me at the time, I didn't necessarily care. I had no relationship with him. Mm. My dad passed 21 years ago. Didn't affect me whatsoever. Did you go to the funeral? No. Was no, it in it, Nigeria? It was in Nigeria, but we had a little memorial service over here. Not, just, not joking, no effect, no, no, none whatsoever. Only later on in life when I struggled 
depression, financials, just having no father figure around, did it really affect me? Yeah. Not having someone to talk to about difficult decisions. Um, that's when it really got me. But I, I barely had my father around. You know around. the father figure in Brighton, yeah. the white fella from Brighton? Mm. Is that... A f- do you hold him on that kind of not fatherly really. pedestal? No. Not really. Um, I was only there from what, one to to eight. Yeah. So I, I don't, not really. I hold the woman um, who I call Nan. I hold her in just very high regard. Right. But um, yeah, so no father figure. And I, I guess it affected me because then I sort of went to the streets, if you like, and tried to look for guys that were of, of an age and almost... Mm. They became my father, and figures. you become one of the young bucks in the and area. I became one of the young, young bucks in the area. Mm. Um, I've got two older brothers who weren't very good in and out of jail. Were they fatherly to you? No, not at all. But even in even in potentially a, a negative way, did they adopt a fatherly role? In that sense, yeah, yeah, in a negative way, yeah, but in a positive way, unfortunately not. Unfortunately, they not. weren't so my, enforcing my, rules. They yeah, weren't so encouraging my mom study. Was playing you know? both roles as. Yeah. As a mother and father, like six of us in a house and she's doing, you know, everyone will tell the story, but, you know, she's doing three, four jobs. Yeah. I barely saw my mum because every time it just happened, you come back from school, mum's at work. Yeah. You wake up, she's gone to another job. She was playing both roles. And um, yeah, I had a lot of that difficult. with my nan. I had a lot of that. Not seeing my mum because my mum, my obviously I was at school and my mum had a cleaning job. She would clean a doctor's surgery mm. in the evenings, which meant that my nan... What what it did in a positive way, like trying to put the most positive spin on it, it really has enhanced my relationship with my nan because my nan would be the one picking me up from school. Mm. So if I got a detention at school, Which my mum no would never, on the rare occasion, my nan would be the one picking me up, which meant we could insulate my mum from the bad news. Okay. So, it, but, it, but what it did, it created a bond with my grandmother, mm. which is something that's very precious to me and lasts until now. I don't know if that would have existed. Do you, do you think you've been... Let me quickly read out a, a statement here. This is from Jordan Peterson, and I'm going to ask you the question off the back of the statement. Uh, Without the encouragement of your father, the world is a dismal place. It's very difficult to be a courageous person unless you have your father in body and spirit behind you. Do you feel like a part of you isn't as maybe strong and as solid as you would have been if your dad was more present? I actually disagree with that. Mm. I like I like his takes a lot. I love Jordan Peterson. I like Jordan well, yeah, Peterson's yeah. takes. But I actually disagree with that one because what I think in in terms of in terms of my character, mm. I think my character was enhanced in that way that he's saying it isn't yeah. because I was the man of the house at twelve. Okay. I think that it what I have, like one of my character flaws now, is a slightly an aggressive quality potentially where's that come from i think it's come from being aware that it was my grandmother my mother and me and therefore who's who's taking the responsibility mm-hmm. don't get me don't get me wrong my mum can be a lion when she has to be mm. like a lion yeah. and so can my grandmother in fact yeah, yeah. where did she get it from your mum yeah. yeah but i think the fact that i've got it and it's it's something that i if in terms of like my qualities that i am least proud of mm. I would say that kind of thing. Like, you know, if if something were to ever happen, I'm immediately on the front foot. Well, what the fuck? You know, what's going on here? Like, mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a good thing, but I honestly think that that stems from being aware at 11, 12, 13, that my responsibility was a protector as a, as a, as the man of the house. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the one of the traits that is mentioned in that quote, 
a lack of courage, mm. I would say it's had the complete adverse effect on me. I would say that my my cor- courageous streak has been propelled to the forefront because I felt obliged to take on that responsibility. It's funny, for, for me, it's almost the opposite of you then. For me, especially early, I think probably in my 20s, I became more, if you like, masculine. But I definitely feel like sort of being brought up by all females, like completely fem- female mm. household, mum, sisters in Brighton, females, surrounded by females in Brighton. I feel like I was more soft. I feel like I had that quality. Mm. And uh, it's a quality, by the way. I'm not looking at No, but two, two, the two things can coexist because yeah. I agree with you because I've got that as well. Mm. What I've got is underneath that bravado, there is a really soft... Very soft. Very soft, And for me, yeah. to the point where I felt like I was putting my bravado on. Yeah. Just so you didn't see the soft side. And it might have been like early when I was young, going gym. Mm. Almost trying to create this image. Got loads of tattoos. Almost trying to yeah. create something that maybe deep down wasn't true. And that's because I think I had no strong male figures around early. Yeah. Whereas what I think I did was try my best to become the strong male figure. Mm. And now, even in my life now, I've got the people that really, you know, don't get me wrong, my dad obviously means something to me, Mm. but it's incomparable to my grandmother, my mother, my wife, my daughter. Mm. Like we're getting a cat. I was like, the cat's got to be a boy here, man. Like, we got to, we, you know, we got to get some testosterone about this yeah. house. Um, yeah, she's been bucking, my kid's been begging me for get a cat. TRT and the I cat. went like that. I went, we're yeah. not getting a cat. Absolutely not. Yeah. Next thing I know, the cat, like, I've got a picture of the cat that we're getting. I was like, I don't know how that happened. And that's that's fatherhood, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, I went the other way. But I, I do think you are right. What I definitely did, young. Do you know mm. what I remember having as a kid? The ability isn't the right word, but the aptitude to be emotional mm. even in even in a way that I didn't want to be like mm. do you know one of the things I can like, I can remember crying in the cinema at a film mm. and, and like being too old to do that you know like with mates and I was just like oh what's wrong with me here and I, the other thing do you know if I used to have you know when you're a kid and you have a fight mm. even in temp, like in temper yeah, I'd yeah. cry same here. I'd always cry yeah and I used to think what is that yeah and I don't That's know interesting. If, That's yeah same I used to cry yeah, like, yeah. if I had a fight I mm. remember in Paddington Red the football pitches in Maida Vale around there I used to go and play football there all the time. I remember having a fight with a kid and it was quite full on for, for that age Did group. you win? No, I was tiny. I was <laughs> yeah. tiny, but game. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was, yeah. it was pitiful, really. I felt sorry for, look, thinking back, I feel sorry for for, for me because <laughs> yeah. you have never beaten him. But I was so enraged, but crying, everyone laughing because you're crying, which made me cry even more and get even more aggressive. <laughs> yeah. And I think that the two, I think that both the tears and the aggression mm. was all probably linked in some roundabout way to no real father figure and the yeah. father figure that I then had we, my mum my mum had a boyfriend who I became very close to it mm. until quite fairly recently he's a good man but not 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 good for that sort of thing yeah like he'd same. encourage that yeah he didn't he didn't you know if I remember, I remember being no the opposite uh, well not I, necessarily I, not, but what I remember having a problem at university once with somebody just having an argument at university like you know these things happen in halls of residence and I remember like speaking on the phone to him. He's like, "Well, did you, you like effectively encouraging me to have a scrap?" Yeah, yeah. Like now, I'm a, at the time. I thought that was fairly decent counsel. <laughs> like, well, yeah, don't let someone do that to you. Yeah. And the way that you don't let that happen is by having a confrontation. But you know, now I've got a kid. I wouldn't dream of counselling my daughter to. I, you, like, know, the, you know the one rule. I've, I've, I haven't got any rules. She's wild, my kid. The one rule that I will not allow 
It's like kind hands, Clementine. Kind hands. Mm. You know, if she, because she, I see it in her a bit, mm. and it does worry me, because I think she's got a temper, and I think she ain't got that from my wife, because my wife is she's gentle. Got that from you? Yeah. Mm. She starts getting in a temper, and like you know, like the tears are coming. I'm like, oh god, she's got my rotten gene. Can, can I? Let, let's talk about. It. It's a good segue. Uh, let's talk about your daughter. But before we specifically talk about you being a father. Um, when I'm very keen on knowing this actually, because I was with my ex for, for years and we tried for kids and nothing happened. I remember thinking her saying she's pregnant would be the greatest day of my life. Yeah. Just that I'm pregnant. Yeah. And then we'd work out the rest, whether we, you know, the financials, mm. what's going to happen. When uh, your, your wife, Victoria, said she was pregnant, what was the overriding feeling? Yeah, exactly the way you described it. Right. Best, okay. best feeling in the world. We, it, we yeah. were trying. It wasn't, yeah. you know, we were married. We were married and within yeah. a year, we were mm. pregnant and yeah. we we were very keen on being pregnant. That mm. was, you know, we were having or <laughs> yeah. orchestrated sex at yeah, particular yeah, yeah. times. That's you know, a that's, different episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, it was it was certainly, certainly, uh, certainly planned. Mm. And it was something that we were both desperate for, something we were both really excited by and something that, to be totally frank, knocked us both for six. I had no idea. People tell you how hard it will be a little bit. Yeah. What people, actually, I don't know if they do. What people do is, they go, oh, it's amazing, you're going to love it. Mm. And then you get the odd joke, well, make sure you sleep now. Mm. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll be all right. I'll, I'll be fine. I like waking up early anyway. Start saying so things wait, like before, that. Before you say that, you know, because of your childhood and your relationship with your dad, was was there any like, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. do this. Was there any of that, like almost not written down in a diary or whatever? Because although you do, I see you writing your diary loads. But was there any like... I'm going to be the best dad because my dad was A, B, C, and D. Yeah, I think so. I think, okay. I think, I certainly think so. I, I think that what you can do, you know, a lot of the time when we strive to be something, mm. it's we always want to be X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Do you know, there's also something quite good. And, and every now and again, when I see my dad, I, I pick up, he has some good traits, but yeah, you know, he's in a pub a lot. Mm. He's in a pub an awful lot. He's not really got a job. And mm. sometimes it's important to know what you don't want to be. Yeah. And you pick up on who I'm not going to be. What I'm not going to be is an old drunk. Mm. Like, do you know what I can remember? All the pubs in Kilburn, there was a pub called the Roman Way, a pub called the Cooper's Arms, uh, a pub called the Black Lion, the Robert Peel in the, in the precinct. Do you know, I'm not even joking. I can remember those, f I used to have to phone them, the pub, because it was before mobile phones. Thing, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm not even joking. I can, on, like, I can honestly remember the phone numbers. So 0171 328 4642 is the pub for the Robert, is the phone number for the Robert Pill pub. And I remember phoning the pub and going, hello, is my dad there? And, she, and the barmaid would go, hold up one sec, John Joe, John Joe. And, and he'd come over and it'd be loud. Obviously, that's not happening to Clementine. Obviously, mm. Clementine won't know the phone number to any pubs in Kilburn because mm. I'm in it. She can just get me on my mobile. But <laughs> 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 Did it give you. More drive. Like, I feel like I'm quite comfortable right now. But I almost feel like, and it probably shouldn't be this way, I'm, I feel like a kid will take me up another level. Yeah, 100%. Like, mentally, I'll, 100, I I'll go yeah. through the roof. Like, I'd, you know, oh, hit Mount Rushmore. Mate, absolutely. Mm. I, I can honestly, and, it, and this is this is a story that is fairly well told in my friendship circle. Most of my mates were all fair, like, almost dossers, chancers, yeah. hope for the best. You call me a chancer. Yeah, there's there's a lot of qualities in being a chancer. Yeah, I call okay. myself that. Okay. Um, but then a kid comes along. Like I, prior, we never met before I was no. married. But mate, there was no semblance of seriousness about my life <laughs> yeah. or career driven. Yeah. I'd walk out of a job. Do you know what I mean? I'd yeah. get a job. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't turn up. Yeah. 
Clementine was born, and and my drive, my work ethic became Lutheran. Mm. Like I became obsessed with work, dedicated to work, earning money to just be. I know we're we're mm. British and we don't speak about things like that, but the drive to earn money came very quickly off the back of. And, and that wasn't Victoria. That was Clementine. Yeah, no, as a, as a, no, no, yeah, no, it was Clementine completely. Up, okay. No, wait, when I was married, I was unemployed at times. Like, yeah, yeah no, no, mm. no, no, because as, as, as wonderful as marriage is, not much changed. Mm. You know, we were living together before we were married. We went on honeymoon, we came back. I carried her over the threshold of the flat that we were already living in. And then I went to work on Monday. You know, nothing was different. I went around the gym and saw my mates and mm. the coffee, whatever. Everything was the same. When you walk out of that hospital and you're holding, like you've got this little thing that goes in the car and they go like this to you, by the way, when you have the baby. They go, okay, you're you're clear, off you go. I went, what? What do you mean? Like this? Yeah, yeah. What, do I, what else do I do? I went, what? They went, yeah. you can go. <laughs> yeah. I went, <laughs> go where? Do I take with her? <laughs> yeah. And the woman was like, yes, go. Mm. I went, I can't. What are you talking about? Like we can't go mm. now, but we did. We left. We left the hospital about two o'clock in the morning, and at that point, everything changed. Everything changed. Everything becomes so expensive. You know that drive to earn. It it has to happen. Like it isn't an option anymore because. I've never known. You know, you know what's crazy? Hemorrhaging money. Since I've met you, or, or since we've you know done our Talksport two shows, so two Clementine, years, yeah, so yeah. Clementine would have been one at yeah. the time. It's been very obviously. Look, you're happy to have a kid, yeah, but you have seen the journey actually. I've you seen, have I've seen, seen the journey. Yeah, I've seen the have. journey. You going from your flat to buying a house. Yeah, but it's weird how you know you talk to me about how difficult it is. You have about twenty coffees a day, but there's nothing more that I want in life than a kid. So it's, it's weird. It's not put me off. In any way, shape, it, no, or form. No, no, nor should it. Yeah. Nor should it, because it is the the, the fundamental point of me. Mm. The reason that I am who I am, the reason that I bother with anything yeah. is Clementine. Mm. The reason that I the reason that I exist is that. So it certainly shouldn't put you off. But there is this it's almost a malicious hoax in society. I feel like there is a broad conspiracy. When nobody actually tells you the truth. No one actually tells you the cost of it. No, the cost, but the just just the day-to-day -day effort mm. of fatherhood. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how difficult it is. Listen, there's a scale of this. I have a particularly lively kid. A lot, one of my friends in particular has a particularly docile kid. Our experiences aren't the same. But even in the most easy, even, even on the scale, even the easiest baby... I mean, it's life changing. You're not the same person. There is, I would honestly say, I don't want to say that the person pre-childhood, mm. pre-parenthood, I don't want to say that that person dies, but the chapter is closed. The person that you are today, I promise you, if you had a baby tomorrow, the person that you are today, you're different. The way that you view the world is different. The way that you speak to people, everything is different because you aren't the same person. You can't function in the same way. Do you you have no idea how selfish you are, by the way. Do you, you then you, have, um, it's interesting that you say that in terms of you view the world differently. Do, do you have a fear about the, the way the world is going and having a kid? Um, you know, like, w when we were growing up, people could say you leave your door open. Yeah. You, everyone knew everyone. You knew your neighbor's yeah, name. You yeah. knew everyone. You knew the, the milkman, the mm. postman. You know everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the way the world is going now where people don't even really talk to each other. It's, you know, everyone's on their phones. It's social media. Do you have that fear with, with Clementine? Have you thought about that? Yet? Yeah, I I really hope that it will level out. I hope that she's too young for it. Mm. But what I would hate, and I do feel really sorry for kids, I hate the social media. I'd hate to have a 
13-year-old now. <gasps> it's a nightmare. My sister's... I think a 12-year-old, eleven, even younger, because they're so impressionable. You know mm. you know what we think you know, of, this, of 11-year-olds? They're my, actually eight now. My nephew, I've got to say that he's 15. He takes photos and he's doing signs with his hands. Yeah, mate. I'm like, sis, he's not in a gang. What, what, what? He's, he's obviously copied it from yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what's he doing? Mate, that, that, and I've had that, to go around and speak to him a couple of times. What I find yeah. very destructive as well, particularly I've got a daughter. Maybe I view this as particularly destructive because I've got a daughter and if I had a son, I'd see something different. But do you know what I can't bear? This glamorization of girls on the internet, fairly revealing photos. Mm. You know, like you get you get... 20 year old girls with huge following like they're putting a picture up of their ass like I don't get like what are you doing mm. I really hope that what's cool today will be frowned upon tomorrow you know these girls in Ibiza Posey and, and, and all that and fellas mad six packs with bottles of champagne and, and bottles dude I've seen it's a photo dreadful. of you I saw a photo of you mm. 11 years ago with your top off and a six pack. No, but it, it was a joke. No, but yeah, yeah, but it was a joke. Like you did, but the I point did. wasn't. The point wasn't the like what I wasn't doing. I wasn't in a bar showing off my money and muscles. Mm. I was at a football match celebrating Chelsea winning the Champions League, and it was boiling. Mm. It was it was different. The point wasn't a topless photo. The point was Chelsea winning the Champions League. Can I give you some stats? Let's you run through a few stats here about sort of single parents. This is staggering. They are around, believe it or not, 1.8 million single parents in the UK. Around 90% of single parents are women. Yeah, um, there's nothing surprising in that stat. That in, fact, in fact, 10%, 10% being male is quite high. Quite high. Quite high. Yeah. Because, you know, when I think about how my wife, if I use my own life as a case study, my mum and dad split up. My dad had absolutely no intention of having looking after the baby and my mum mm. completely devoted her life to me. When I see even my approach to fatherhood, and I am a devoted, loving father, it's incomparable to the way Victoria is with Clementine. This is She's amazing. Sad. This is very sad, actually. Uh, in Christmas 2012, the tenth most, the tenth, sorry, most requested gift by children was a dad. Oh, that's um, yeah. See, I never felt that. Did you? Have, I never. I don't no, know, as a kid, I, I did. never as felt a kid, it. I didn't feel it. As um in my twenties, well, so much was going. On. I had a couple of friends that passed away. Yeah, you know, I was just doing nothing with my mm. life. That's when I felt, okay, I need see a father. It thing. never bothered me, honestly. And I don't know if it's because where I grew up and the estate that I grew up and my friendship circle from the flats, mm. more didn't have dads than did. That's that's the thing, isn't it? More did. I grew up where most people didn't have a dad. More I mean, I'd go to people's houses and I see a mum and dad together. And I'm like, yeah, oh, same here. Bloody hell. Same here. There was one mom particular family, yeah. really good friend of mine still, yeah. and his mum and dad were together. They weren't married, but they were together. Surprised dad dad was a cab driver. Yeah. He was the anomaly. Mm. He's genuinely the anomaly. Every, every in, when I think of the three blocks, I can think of all the kids that we were mates with. I can think of exactly where they live. I'd say out of 15 kids, three dads. So it never really bothered me. It was rarer and weirder to be the normal, the traditionally normal one and have the mother and dad mm. around. It never, I never, I have no recollection of a longingness for a father. Yeah. I, I never remember being particularly bothered by it. What about now as a father? Do you, do you not, obviously look, you say you talk to your dad and that mm. relationship is whatever it is. Do you not now as a father want to get closer to him? Yeah, we just are. for the sake of your daughter? No, not for that reason. Mm. Look, he's a very good granddad in as much as 
<laughs> he sees it. like no, like no. Yeah. I, I want to be close to him because partly he's my dad and I like him. He's good company. Yeah. Partly because, to be totally frank, he's an older man now. Like, yeah. and I feel like he could do with me a bit. Yeah. Like if I if my dad was alive, even if he wasn't in my life, I think now as a grown man, I'd go and search for him. Yeah, well, you yeah, see, I'd want, I'd want but my, my relationship with my dad now will be, I'll see him, we'll have a pint or we'll go for something to eat. Like that's the relationship. Mm. But I'm quite happy with that relationship as well. And I always say, if you ever need anything, make sure that you speak to me. And you've, he, al you, you've almost reversed it. Now you're the father. Yeah, yeah. To, to a degree, and because because he doesn't have the capability. And mm. the only mistake that he ever made mm. was some people shouldn't have kids. And my dad is probably an example of that. He isn't He isn't that guy. If you met him, Addy, you'd meet him in the pub. He'd be incredibly gregarious. You'd find him great company. He'd buy you loads of drinks. He ain't got a tenner. But he'd buy you all the... Anyone want to buy anyone? Get one for yourself, love. It's all that. Just got to pop over the book. He's going to run over William Hills. What do you need? Anyone want anything on? Going down to the racing on Sunday. Going Windsor night. Everything's, everything's great like that. But it's all smoke and mirror. You know, like... In terms of like the dedication take that it takes to raise a kid, mm. mate, absolutely not. And and I don't really hold him, I don't hold that against him anymore. Now he's my mate, mm. so I don't I don't feel particularly bothered by it in a in a negative way at all. I like the relationship that we have. I like the relationship that he has with my daughter. It's weird. I tell you, it's very weird. My daughter adores him. He, you know, he comes and sees her whenever. Mm. But she's obsessed. Granddad JJ and all that, like, loves him. And he quite likes that. But then, then I don't hear from him for six weeks. You know, like, we don't... Yeah, it's not we, there. Yeah, it's not there. It's not there. It's not yeah, there. And he's happy. And then I'll ring it. him and he'll go, oh, everything's great. Yeah, I'm working mm. on a little house in Slow Square. I'm just doing a painting. And then I'm going for a pint with Leary and Halsden and come and see us. And it's, it's all that. It's all madness. It's the life of a 23-year-old. All his life. Yeah. All his life. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, so here's one for you then. Mm. Think about the man that you are today, your values, your principles, your ethics, mm. the success story. Like, I know you really well. You're a wonderful friend. If you could go back to when you were, by your own admission, pining for a father figure, yeah. 
if you could, in some weird sliding doors moment, change your life and have had a father, mm. would you sacrifice, potentially at least, sacrifice who you are today because obviously you're moulded by a father? Would you bring a father into your life at eight, yeah. if you could? Mm. Or would you? are you happy with your story? No, I, I would go back and insert my father into my life. Would you really? Yeah, 100%. Um, it's weird how I remember the, the very small moments, but they bring me so much joy. Just that little time with my dad. Mm. I mean, we're probably talking months, if I'm honest with you, early in my life. So the, the you know, me and him sitting down, eating a Chinese mm. and sort of we'll watch him sport. My love for sports, everything I do now and my love for sport is from my dad. It's certainly not from my mum who has no interest yeah. in sport whatsoever. You know, Mike Tyson could walk past us, you'll have no idea. Yeah. I remember my dad was always just so big on sport and just those were small moments, but they even now telling them bring me so much joy. Yeah. Now I met John Barnes the other day. I remember telling John Barnes, my God, my dad, I saw him and all I could picture was my dad. Like I support Liverpool and I love you because of my dad. That's and lovely. How was Barnes about that? Did he probably mean? gets it from everyone. He's like, oh yeah, I hear that story all the time. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you don't yeah. understand, John. Yeah, no, no. no. I John, this is really him. important, man. Yeah, yeah, John, yeah. you don't quite get what I'm telling you. <laughs> but yeah, definitely that bit in my 20s when I desperately needed just those 10 minutes with my dad in my 20s mm. just to sit down, talk to me. Even the bit when um, I left Nigeria and broke up with my ex. And, you yeah. know, just decided just I'm going to hop on a plane and come back to London and who who cares? And I'm thinking, that's a conversation with my dad right there. Mm. Like, dad, you know, I'm going to, I need to speak to yeah. you about something I'm about to do. Because I think females, my mum, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a different there's approach. There's a different approach. Yeah, yeah. My dad, well, like, one second, son. Yeah, <laughs> Let's have a conversation about what you're about dad, to you're do. Right. So um, although my, my path to here could have been different, I still think I would have got here. Mm. But I think I'd have loved to have got here with my dad. Mm. Honestly, like even, you know, we're fortunate. We go to so many sporting events, right? We go to all the biggest football games. To bring to my bring my dad to some of that stuff mm. would have just been my dream. And I think that's probably why I'm so desperate to be a father. So I can then input all that into a kid. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would definitely um, have inserted my dad into my life. So we can do like a quantum leap moment. Do it. <laughs> and press the buttons and yeah. go back. I, I would. What about you? Because again, he was in your life and out of your life, in your life yeah. and out of life. If you could have him for a few years permanently, would you? No. No? I don't think so. I think my mum and my nan did a brilliant job mm. at, at filling that void. Yeah. I also don't necessarily think that, while I love my dad, I don't necessarily think that his input in me would have necessarily been conducive to the person that I am and I'm yeah. quite happy with the person I am I think my values are good mm. and I don't know if my dad's are and do you know what else I have which I'm quite happy with because the moments with my dad were quite few and far between they're quite precious Okay. Like the, so a, a really good example Chelsea played Liverpool 93 maybe 94 the game finished 2 all. Steve McManaman scored 2 goals for Liverpool John Spencer scored 2 goals for Chelsea one of John Spencer's goals was incredible. It was a volley. Dan Petrescu clipped it in and, and Spencer sort of leapt, volleyed it in. It was an outrageous goal. And my dad took me, I think, to the only game he ever took me. My, my stepdad then filled the void and mm -hmm. took me a lot. But you know that moment, that game, I can remember every every single thing about it. I can remember being on his shoulders on Fulham Road. I can remember... 
everybody at the end of the game was whistling. Like people were happy with the result. Yeah. Obviously, a draw with Liverpool. People were whistling, and I was. Going, I remember asking him, "Why are they doing that?" And he's like, oh, "They want the game to end. We got a point." Mm. And I went, "They want it to end. This is brilliant. We don't want the game to end." <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't understand. What do you mean you paid a ticket? Let it go on. <laughs> yeah. And you know those moments that, like I say, they were few and far between. Mm. But they, they're kind of enough for me. And maybe because they were so sparse and so separated and so rare, I'm quite happy with those memories. So no, I, I don't think I would change anything. You know what I will say about you? And look, our friendship has grown quite crazy in the last yeah. couple of years. We're, you know, we're almost a duo now, people, <laughs> Alan and Dave. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, double X. <laughs> but what really impresses me more about you, and I don't think I've ever said this to you, is you as a father impresses me just because of how you were brought up without a father. And to see you with your daughter now, and I know, you know, she gives you the bags under your eyes. I can see it right now. (laughs) But your love for her and your work ethic in terms of making that, that household even bigger and stronger is, it's incredible. Honestly, I find it incredible how you do it and how you balance it all. And I aspire to be it. Honestly, oh, I aspire is, to be it. This is one of those moments where being brought up by women it's not and, really the, and the softer really. side could come out. We've got, we've, I've got, I've got, mate, I've got, call, I've got call, a drink call, down Call me there. a vicious yeah. name or something. This is going uh, to hit me hard. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Back to normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, um, what you do is, it's not easy. Again, because we, we we both been brought up without fathers. So it isn't, and we saw the statistics as well. You know, 1.8 million households don't have a father. So I guess it shows that Many people are happy to be dads, but not fathers. And that's the difference, right? You're playing the dad role and you're also a father as well. And I think that's in, it's important. It's one of them where if I say to you, you know, when you, uh, when you go to speak, but your schedule voice will crack. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing well, son. Yeah. You're doing well. Rory, I found this one fascinating. Good fun, mate. I found this one fascinating. Look, thank you so much for joining us. Remember, uh, so many more special episodes come in. We're going to talk about so many more different subjects. As you can see from this conversation, nothing is off the table. Make sure to listen and catch up on other podcasts as well. Download them from wherever you download your podcast from Apple or Spotify, because we've got so much more content coming your way. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm hmm. 